A Shot of Wrestling, episode 20, and away we go. Coming to you from Omega Studios in New York City, it's A Shot of Wrestling. On tonight's show, Words of Wrestling, Raw Cheers and Heels, and Games with Michael Hates. I'm the Green Man, and now, here's your host, ADR's homewrecker, Michael J. Putty! Oh, that man's married, so he ruined his own house. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I, I mean, after last week, this last post you had with Paige, I mean, I'm very intrigued what happened after this interview. So we oh, definitely fine. will be talking about that later in the show. I don't think there's nothing to talk about. Um... You haven't given me the details of what happened after. Don't worry about it. I mean, was she here in your plate? You know, I'm, I'm going to save the Did questions like to later. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to save the questions to later. Anyway, we have a special guest. Since Erwin can't make it. We got Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Hey. Making, making your second appearance on the show. Well, I'm glad to be here. And I am mostly glad that I beat Jonathan for most appearances on this podcast. So episode 20, you know, of this great show. The longest weekly episodic of weekly uh how does it of weekly episodic podcast? You sound like Teddy York, Long, yeah, you know, in New York City, <laughs> and and you know, I pay it. You know, shout out to Teddy Long right there, player, 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 player. Yeah, but I'm glad to be here, guys. Very good to have you. Erwin's been on twice as well. Oh wow, I, I'm not worried about Erwin. More and more worried about John. Feels right. Well, you're beating. Feels better to beat John. <laughs> John the headband guy yeah, Pat, Pat the, the headband, headband guy yeah. You're being yeah. Pat the headband guy um, But yeah, it's very it's very good to have you How, How's everybody doing today? Nice Wednesday night yeah. Have my beer, chilling with my boys Watch some No Mercy yeah. good. Sounds good Great video game <laughs> Great uh, to this day yes. What is your favorite wrestling game of all time While we're talking about video games? In any system, if you think about it I already have one of my own favorites uh, The Royal Rumble that's a good one. The WWF yeah, Royal was. Rumble on uh, was it N sixty four Super Nintendo? I liked Super Raw. Nintendo. I, liked, I think it was Raw on Super Nintendo with Diesel and Razor Ramon, just jackknife everybody over the top rope. It's great. I think, I think mine was like WWF Warzone for PlayStation One. Uh, it was right around. It was right before uh, Bret had quit uh, WWF, and you know you had you you had like a pyramid scheme, sorts of like you moving up the the ranks of WWE. So, you would be like five guys, oh, yeah, that, yeah. go for the European cool. title. It was great. I'm like, I, w- I wish they kind of had. It kind we still have that system now, like that legacy going on now. But I think that was far better than what they had back then with the WCW games that sucked. I love actually the intro to the WCW game where they had. I don't know if you guys played it. It was on uh, N64 where they had. Like this big Mac truck coming in and, and like Sting. Like there was a really cool oh, intro yeah. to it. I think it was WCW Nitro or I don't know if it was that one or WCW or NWO World Tour. Yes, that yeah, one. It was yeah. the World Tour. But they had a hot, hot intro, um, which got me really hyped for that game. But damn, video games have come a long way. Oh, yeah. The storylines you could create on them now. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we have 2K17 coming out. Yeah. We'll yeah. save that to the news. But now, uh, Words of wrestling, Mike. What do you got for us this week? The word jobber. Ooh, know, okay. Know, know, I Is there a reason for that? Or 
Um, well, I guess you have here the social jobbers are back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they did make a return this past week on Monday Night Raw. I was wondering where if they were actually going to come back or not. Yeah, good to see them back. They were missed. Yeah. Nice Wait. spice at the show. Jobber is a professional wrestling term. Well, duh. Used to describe <laughs> a wrestler who is routinely defeated. Most promoters do not use the term because of the negative connotation. Jobbers have been used in the industry since the 1950s. A jobber may not necessarily lose, only make the superstar look more powerful, or at least make another wrestler interfering with the match look more powerful. The term mm. can be used in a number of ways. When a wrestler is booked to lose a match, it is described as a job. The act itself is described with two, with the verb jobbing, while the mm. act of booking... Alright, whatever. This is way too long. Let's, <sighs> now that we know the meaning... Let's play along with this week's drinking game. Every time you hear the word job, y'all take a shot. Gotcha. Should we start now? Yeah, my job sucks. My job sucks? <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, CM Punk doing the job to Mickey Gall. In, uh, oh, my. You know, in September, Abel. Yeah. Ooh, well, but saying. apparently, um, that that's not a a, uh, a rigged sport. It's it's not. L- listen, it's, it's l- a legitimate listen, just go with the flow here, okay? I, I li- yeah, go with the flow and take your shot. Go, yeah, just go with the flow. Take a sip. Sip your shot. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I hit two birds with one stone there. So, oh, apparently, uh, just to clarify, uh, back in episode thirteen, Abel, Abel was uh, sipping on a uh, you know some some whiskey. He just finished it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the sound effects? Bum bum. Damn. <laughs> just finished it. Yeah. How many shows have you been waiting to get that one out? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> just saying, you know, got to prepare. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, jobber. Yeah. Uh, fans every week they're they're different ages you know there could be little kids who parental guidance or hearing is suggested because there's a lot of things that little kids should not be listening to um speaking of little kids uh back when i was the green boy you know okay you know i'm the green man now oh i totally got it yes thank yeah you. uh the green boy the green boy yeah I used to imagine myself in the wrestling ring. You know, every every kid watching wrestling kind of grows up thinking they want to be a wrestler. And I always be terrified of wrestlers who were like the high flyers. You know, because once those those guys leave the launch pad, gravity just takes over. Right. There's no way you could protect yourself from even a 150-pound guy just dropping on you. Right. So I would be afraid of being a wrestler facing a high flyer. The other people I'd be afraid of is like wrestlers with power moves. Mm-hmm. I, I never, I always knew I could never stand toe to toe with someone like Diesel, and take the big bump of a jackknife. Again, gravity—you're up seven feet up in the air, and you just get jackknifed down to the ground. Yeah, I don't think I could have handled that. So, if I were to survive a match, I think I probably would survive it. Me with a grappler or someone like Kane, for example, very slow move set, which led me to this week's cue. What wrestling move do you think should be? Prohibited. I got you guys here, so I'll ask you guys first. What do you guys think? Anything Bray Wyatt does? <laughs> what? Why? I, is not, it dangerous? I, I can't think of anything. You're, you have a list coming up. Everything on the list makes sense. I don't know if uh, you weighed in on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I did answer that. Um, I know there's various movesets that were banned recently, like the curb stomp. You know, mm-hmm. I know the power dri- the regular power driver is banned in WWE. Um, but I had mentioned on your Instagram uh, post the muscle buster should be oh, yeah. uh, should be banned. Uh, considering what happened with Tyson Kidd, 
uh, you know, in his neck injury that oh, if, if it could have been worse, it could have paralyzed him. But it looks like a very protective move. Like it it looks like it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. But the other question should be what I know that they're focusing on concussions and head traumas, head traumas and all that uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. But what what does it take for a move to be deemed dangerous in WWE? Mm. Mm. Very good question. Good cue. Um, well, I would guess the pal driver because of the injury of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. My boy Stone Cold. You know? I, so maybe an injury will qualify some, you know, a move being removed. You know, from, I know, I know if you remember Darren Drozdov. Oh, uh, yeah. What was the move that, that paralyzed him? Uh, I think it was a po- modified power bomb. I'm not too yeah. sure. Power Yeah. D'Lo Brown, you know, hit that on him and Oof. he's paralyzed from the neck down. So... Um, I mean, again, it all comes down. It all comes down to what what they deem dangerous. So right. I I put that in there because considering you know his his livelihood could have ended you know just just a few short moments. Um, I mean, technically, but it all it also comes down to how a professional in the ring, uh, how they perform, how they protect their fellow. Um, yeah it's a dance it's not right. just one person who has the one move like even right. if you're part of the muscle buster you know you are on someone's shoulder but you got to tuck in your your, right. your head you got to do your part you can't just expect exactly. Samoa Joe just to pick you up and drop you and then you know that's it you're good Right. so right. yeah I don't know I mean there are moves I have a little list here of list of moves that the WWE has already prohibited wrestlers from using uh, a few of them you guys already have mentioned the curb stomp the pile driver, the Canadian destroyer. Never heard of that. Yeah, the Verta breaker. Oh, I love that move. <laughs> love that move. Well, but yeah, well, it's one. prohibited. Very dangerous. Yeah. The brain buster. You mentioned that. Randy Orton's uh, big head punt. Remember, he had to stop mm, using that one. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I felt like it was hard to sell if. He didn't really like go out of his way to make it look aggressive, and by right. making it a little bit more aggressive, maybe he could actually hurt someone. Right. Um, but it was an easy move to sell. The shooting star press. Oh, that was uh, that. Brock Lesnar who fucked that up at WrestleMania. The shooting star press. But think about him versus other people who pulled it off. You know, who were lightweights compared to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You know. And the last one we got here is chair shots to the head. I haven't really seen straight chair shots to the head. Or like Sabu coming and just throwing a chair straight <laughs> at your head. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thank you very much for answering the cues last week. Uh, you know, go ahead and partake in next week's cue. Who knows what it will be. But now, Mikey, we're going to put you on the hot seat. Okay. There was something that happened last week. You teased it in the weekend and we had to wait till after Monday Night Raw to listen yeah but it was your interview with Paige yeah it was cool right which it was, was it was a nail biting anticipation I mean Thank you. I had <laughs> to wait a whole 24 hours that was my that was my goal you know and uh, it was cut strangely short I feel like there was a little bit of chemistry between you guys and a little bit yeah if you missed it do you mind playing at it I do us? but you really want to play it yeah so let's uh Enjoy my work. I'll just fucking bring it up again, and here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Shot of Wrestling exclusive, an interview with WWE superstar Paige. Hello, Paige. How are you? 
Hello. Oh, I'm so good. Happy to be here. Well, the feeling is mutual, and I'm digging your new entrance music. However, we must address the elephant in the room. You were detained by the authorities after Money in the Bank in Las Vegas. What were the charges? I'm a crazy old cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Okay, that sounds more accurate since Green Man actually stated in a previous episode that you actually have prostitution charges on your record. Do I, do I look like a low price escort? No, 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 no. I just think you have this provocative look that can lead people to believe such a vicious rumor like that. A provocative look? Oh, no, no. Listen, sorry if I offended you because I actually think you're one of the hottest female wrestlers of our generation. I just want to see if you want to take the time to clear the air on your arrest. I was in my past, so I don't want to talk about that. Okay, I can respect that. Um, so let's, let's move on to another topic. A topic that has landed you in the news recently. Your relationship with Alberto Del Rio. No, he lives in San Antonio, Texas. So, um, you know, do you guys, you guys live together? Um, actually, I live in Orlando, but like I'm here with like a bunch of, bunch of my friends. Orlando, huh? Very nice. I actually love Florida. It's beautiful down there. Um, I will, I do have to admit, though, that it's really weird seeing you two guys together. The first night you guys hung out, like, what happened? How did it go? He hit on me all night. So he hit on you all night, huh? Okay, I mean, I, I can't blame him. You are absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. How does your relationship work backstage, though? It's perfectly, thank you. I keep twitching, I'm just, like, nervous. You're nervous. There's no need to be nervous, baby. We're just having a friendly conversation. But I do must say, you are looking... Absolutely gorgeous tonight. You look really handsome. Why, thank you very much. Hey, uh, Del Rio, you better play your cards right. Uh, I think I might be coming for your girl. I like kind of like, like a electricity. Electricity, like between us, right? Man, I felt that as soon as I laid eyes on you, baby. Hey, um, why don't we get out of here? Turn the mics off and try to get to know each other a little bit better. Well, first, let me wrap things up here. For a shot of wrestling. This has been Michael J. Putty, Putty, and Paige, out. See, yeah, so that's yeah, no, no. So that right there, that that last sound that Paige made. What what did you do that made made her like all giggly and ooh? I don't know. And you got the sensors going too. I, I, I kids are watching. Your interpretation of me. I thought she, I thought Putty went all. Full American Psycho on her or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, again, that's just me. <laughs> kind of sounded like she was being gagged, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, she, well, she might she might have been. Yeah, well, that's Paige, something. Paige looks like she would be a girl that would be into that. What is she? Yeah, she thought. Is she? I can't tell. What do you mean you can't tell? Gentleman just, never tells. It's just it's just you know you're here with your friends. Yeah. You used the show to gain an interview. I did as well. Great. And all of a sudden, you got a pretty girl in front of you, and you totally McFoley'd out on the hard questions. Did you turn her red? It's just, it's just impressive, because, you know, we use noise-canceling microphones. Uh-huh. I so you noise-canceled Paige. And I didn't, I didn't bring them. That's why the, the sound sounded weird. I apologize for that. It was unprofessional. I apologize. Oh. What? But uh, <laughs> what a good time. So Surprise. what was she wearing, by the way? You know, black, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> Is she as pale as she looks like on, on TV? Very, very pale, but Sarai is very sweet, very nice, and yeah. we, had a, we had a good time. What color nipples does she have? Uh, I can't tell you that. Uh, did, you did, did you even get to that base? Uh, Second base? can't tell you that. I, I don't know. Swore secrecy. Why did you call her baby? You know, She's not we, your baby. We had a couple of, she wasn't then. We, you had a couple, a we had a couple of drinks. Uh-huh. Just conversation flowing. We had a good time, relaxed. We had a good time. 
Did you put baby in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'll never tell. We had a good time, and hopefully there'll be another interview coming up soon. Wow. Well, Maybe it'll be uh, Michael J. Putty's girlfriend page coming yeah. to do a guest spot on a shot of wrestling. Maybe, um, you never know. As long as it comes with perks. <clears throat> WrestleMania tickets. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you someone who did enjoy this interview. Alberto Del Rio, who finally broke his silence about Paige's arrest in Vegas after Money in the Bank to MLW Radio. And according to ADR, he went to an absinthe show in Vegas after Money in the Bank with A Paige. what show? Absinthe. Abs- there you go. <laughs> A shot of wrestling. <laughs> Green Man Villamar. Green Man Villamar. Take two. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Uh, while they were there, a drunk couple started to heckle them. Uh, it got so bad that Del Rio had to call security to get the couple removed. However, after the show, the couple confronted Paige and Del Rio and caused some trouble. Paige was accosted, not arrested, which got the police called, and everyone got put into handcuffs in order to calm the entire situation down. In an ambulance, they checked on Paige, and then they were both free to go. So... Um, yeah, Paige was not a, oh that's yeah. isn't that what she told you yeah but all of a sudden when I asked you you didn't want to tell me I had no. to wait till Alberto the real broke his silence yeah well proper conversation <laughs> Jeff you're you're a WWE super fan you know minor celebrity in the room mm-hmm. you know if you were to Where? get into hey, 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 a yeah. fight with a fan <laughs> you know how do you how do you negotiate that because you know it's your image you know like, do you do you let the fan kind of punk you out? Like, if someone wants to step up to you, or do you do you step up to him? Like, Mike stepped up to Sheamus. We're wrestling fans, yeah, or, right. or how you, or well, yeah. I mean, wrestling fans, in all seriousness, are, are can be either respectful or they could be very pompous. Right. I mean, I mean, if you notice the situation with like what happened with CM Punk and him quitting, and people saying oh you're a quitter and i bought your house and all this other stuff <laughs> like they feel like they have this ownership over you you know because you're the one who pays the top dollar to see them perform you know it was your hard-earned cash so yeah, those wrestlemania tickets ain't cheap no yeah true but at the same time you know fans tend to forget that they're people too you know and i i mean i wouldn't be one of those people that like you know as for for as much as i love like specific wrestlers or superstars if you will like i wouldn't go out of my way and like be annoying to them uh-huh you know what i mean like i i you'd have to show a modicum of respect um i mean, i i don't know it's rest it's it's weird man and, and i and i just feel that that's just me that i i would definitely try to you know not cross a line with these people and you know just try to remember that you know they put their asses on the line for my entertainment. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that for being for being in the ring and taking bumps and all that stuff, they you know they're probably pretty beat or in pain or whatever. I don't want to be that lasting, and I don't want to have that lasting impression on them. That like, yeah, you know. Well, the WWE um, in that same interview, uh, Del Rio mentioned that the WWE did commend uh, both Paige and Del Rio for actually you know involving security and knowing when you know it, a situation could have gotten out of hand. Um, so even though it didn't end on the best way for Paige, because she's getting you know the hit for this publicity, uh, they did handle it the right way. Uh, so yeah, but thank you very much for the interview, Michael J. Hopefully no next problem. time you will invite me when you get an exclusive like that. And they use oh yeah, I mean like 
like you invited me to the, your Vince McMahon interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we have one on one. Yeah. All right. So the next one we should do together. Or how he invited you to Extreme Rules. That's <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up again. Okay. <laughs> and who invited the, you? God damn it. Other news. <laughs> 2K announced on Monday that Brock Lesnar will be on the cover of the upcoming WWE 2K17 video game. Lesnar had the following to say, My career has been defined by dominating every opponent and opportunity presented to me. I am excited for my newest opportunity representing WWE 2K17 as the franchise ambassador and honored to serve as the cover superstar. So I guess that confirms he's in the video game. Right. Good for so, him. Yeah. Is it though? All right. Great. <laughs> no, no. It, I mean, if you look at it from a business standpoint, Brock Lesnar's having a good year. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He doesn't have to show up and do work. He just has to uh, lend people his image or his likeliness and make money off of that. Um, the word franchise getting used a lot this past week. John Cena called himself the franchise. Jeez. Now Brock Lesnar considering himself the franchise uh, player in uh, 2K17. We have to every cover art. Every yeah. cover athlete would be. I think the only franchise was Shane the franchise Douglas. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the, the professor at one point in WWE? I forgot what his name was. He was like, he used to teach you something on the chalkboard. I don't know. That's who I think it's the franchise. The only one who... That's how I remember him. Who had it in his legitimate name. You know how I remember him? He was the guy Shawn Michaels had to forfeit the icy title to when he got mugged that is true in huh. Albany right. in your house paper you right right fuck, fuck him but we, di- <laughs> we digress in other news in other news <laughs> um, this past week the WWE decided to put to rest the WWE the WWE heavyweight championship and debut a new belt that looked very similar to the old one the WWE championship is back ladies and gentlemen this past week on Raw, the Dean Ambrose Dean Ambrose was referred to as the WWE Champion rather than the WWE Heavyweight Champion. Hmm. So, um, I mean, we're talking about brand split later on in the show, and it looks like we're going to be getting two belts coming up. What do you guys think about that? Okay. Great idea. That's cool. Um, I actually mentioned to uh, Michael J. earlier, the, the rumor mill also says that uh, they may be debuting a specific uh, set also, so the... HD set that mm. they use for Raw and SmackDown will be different. Are they going to bring the fist back? I hope so. Do you yeah. like the fist? I love the fist, man. I never. I, I wasn't man. a fan of the fist. I mean, SmackDown was a little gritty when it first uh, was split off. You had all these different superstars and, uh, you know, uh, you know the cruiserweights and all that stuff. It, it, it had its own identity. Yeah. I think the fist gave it that identity. I mean, I just, the thought of people watching a wrestling show where guys are wearing you know what little panties as they're wrestling around and then looking at a fist come right out on i don't know this was a little unsettling what are you, are you taking that you're, in other news you're making this auto erotica bro like no little <laughs> panties why are you a fan man like, like you watch this all the time <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was paying too much attention that to that on smackdown podiums were again on the Sorry. entrance stage during the broadcast <laughs> Which is where whoever's placed in charge of those shows in other will stand. news, what? However, Cole also noted that these individuals who are running Raw and SmackDown will not be referred to as general managers, but instead will be called the chief operating officers of Raw and SmackDown. Interesting little change. Interesting. Let's see where they go with that. But isn't uh, Triple H the COO? Mm-hmm. Of 
WWE. So how could you? Well, on screen, could you have more than one COOs? He's a chief operating officer of the WWE. Uh huh. Shane will be the chief operating officer of Raw or SmackDown, and Stephanie will be the chief operating officer. Of Raw. Hmm. In other news. In other news, Ryback. Ryan Ryback Reeves, actually, to you, announced that he underwent ear surgery on Monday. He was originally scheduled to have ear, nose, and throat surgery. However, he explained via social media why he was limited to ear surgery. He ended his comment with, Looking forward to some serious swimming with at Wade Barrett and Michael Phelps soon. So uh, him and Wade Barrett are friends, huh? Yeah, very good yeah. friends. Oh, cool. All right. I just hope uh, Ryborg makes his uh, debut in TNA. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's going to be soon. So soon. Yeah. As long as the company is still uh, up and running, yeah. you know. <laughs> Paul Heyman is set for a UK tour next month for three one-man shows. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. In London, Manchester, and Glasgow with Inside the Ropes. Heyman has openly challenged challenged presidential candidate and WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump to a debate on July 15th. That would be awesome to watch. Put that on pay-per-view. Has Trump commented? No. He accepted the challenge? No comment from him or his camp. Highly doubt he would anyway. But I feel like Heyman would run, you know, laps all over Donald Trump considering he has a mouth. Yeah. You know, mouthpiece? Future Hall of Famer, I'm telling you. I mean, Paul Heyman should be... Uh, actually, I'm not surprised if Paul Heyman hasn't been writing Donald Trump's material till now. Highly Who knows? Highly doubt that. I, I mean, Donald Trump sh- you know, claims he shoots from a hip, but I think Heyman has uh, you know, more... There's some, there, he spices it up a little bit. And it keeps me intrigued every time he opens his, you know, opens his mouth and starts selling Brock Lesnar or whatever it is that he's trying to sell. Selling who? Brock Lesnar. Who? No, hey, <laughs> hey Brock. You gotta say it right. See, I, I can't say I, I don't I don't want to disrespect okay. Barack. No, I'm not uh, in other news. Barack. The Barack in other news. The enhancement wrestlers who lost to Enzo Amori and Big Cass on Monday night were named after Philadelphia Phillies prospects, Mitch Walding and Carlos Tochi. What? Yeah, if you go to Philly.com What? Tochi? Story no, the story notes that the that the real Walding and Tochi play mm-hmm. for the Clearwater Threshers. It's mm-hmm. a minor league team based mm-hmm. out of Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. which hosted mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week's mm-hmm. Raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In other news, <laughs> the guest question five seconds. The WWE has apparently offered Cody Rhodes a Legends deal with the company with a month or two after he left. He would that a deal would allow both parties to work together and allow them to include Rhodes and not, not them to sell any Rhodes merchandise, Stardust merchandise. However, that deal does not confirm any appearances with the company. So that's interesting. Well, pretty quick. No, you're uh, you're letting us know about this breaking news, you know, because I didn't know about that. Um, yeah, I read about you that. You know when. We talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. We're like, well, if Coco Beware is in, anybody could be in it. Uh, well, if Cody Rhodes is a legend, anybody could be a legend. Well, he's not a legend. He signed a legend deal, which allowed them just to sell merchandise. So what, it's, it's what, different. 
What's part of this contract? I mean, you're referring to him as a legend now. Who else well, has a legend w- contract? That was the, I think all the legends. But this is the legends contract. Like, but they won. I'm assuming from where like I got Kevin this. Kevin Nash. They had a wave of Stardust merchandise coming up. Oh, I and instead of throwing that into the waste, let me sign him to a legends deal. That's the only thing we have available to offer him. So we can sell his merchandise. Yeah. And Which that way it keeps them off litigation in case, yeah. you know, you're using his likeness and his name. At and, WrestleMania, you know, you got to give him royalties gloves, and stuff. Right, right. The gloves were pretty cool. Who would buy Stardust merchandise now? You'd be surprised. Anybody over the age I mean, it, it's... <laughs> I mean, my, my opinion of that whole, you know, contract offering is you went from being this full-time superstar who was trying to get over and trying to pitch these new ideas and stuff. And you... Ask for your release, and you get granted that release, and then, oh, but here, here's a legend contract. And you gotta pay the bills, you know. I mean, you know? and I and I know he has bookings, but I'm, I don't know. In, from a personal standpoint, if I was in the shoes, I I would take that, like, you know, kind of personal. Like, do you, guys, do you <laughs> think uh, Cody Rhodes may be one of the people coming back into full with the draft coming up? No way. I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Do you think so. no? Maybe not in the immediate future, but. Down the, the line, future, immediate. Yeah. <laughs> Word of the day, future. Listen, just because you're the wordsman of the show doesn't mean that you have to call out all my hair. And of I'm the doing dogs. a good job. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> grammar, please. <laughs> In other right. news, it's former American Ninja Warrior Zach Allen. In other news, Back when he was a stick, <laughs> Prince Puma, top star from Lucha Underground. Is he though? Finished up. At, oh, if you are so not a he, fan of, so is he a top guy? No, or? yeah. Okay. If you are not a fan of Lucha Underground, and you definitely need to be part of watching it on El Rey Network every Wednesday night at eight PM. For those of you who don't speak Spanish, that's for Spanish for the Ray, <laughs> the King, Network. the King. Ooh. Oh, fancy. Um, but his contract is coming up with Lucha Underground after they finished taping season three. The season three finale was recently actually taped. Um, and due to his contract and the way that it's structured, he won't be able to appear on any other American wrestling television show until the episodes actually air. Interesting. So don't expect him to come up to any show, whether it be Full Sail University or part of the draft coming soon but this is a really big name if he is a uh, someone that could be signed by the wwe i wouldn't say it's like their main name in lucha underground but it's one of their key players who is for this? sure prince puma it's like well first of all prince puma is actually a character that lucha underground created for the wrestler so doubtful that the the name prince puma would continue to be associated but the guy as far as him being a technician in the ring and a high flyer like he is very great i think him and kalisto probably would have crazy matches did crazy. he have a did he wrestle for any of the uh mexican uh like triple a or cm he, i'm sure uh, had go by another name maybe he did i don't remember his actual name that he wrestled in ricochet ricochet yeah there you go okay so i did hear about that name. So, I'm, I'm afraid that if like I hope that if, let's say, a, a, a big promotion, and I'm not talking about TNA here, I'm talking about like WWE or ROH or whatever, that they don't use him as the typical, you know, Mexican, you know, stereotypical wrestler that Americans, uh, American promotions tend to do. Right. And I mean, I mean, with the exception of like Rey Mysterio, who was, you know, pretty much became world champion multiple times, 
I just hope that if this guy is a really big deal and he has a very good character and is put over correctly, then maybe he he can be monetized. You know, that's a very great point. I think NXT is definitely breaking ground on on that exact movement because the wrestlers are not put into that stereotypical role. Like the Hispanic wrestlers are not those Hispanic wrestlers that we're used to seeing on WWE TV, like the Shining Stars. Oh, um, the same thing with the Japanese wrestlers. You know, Sh- Cheesecake Nakamover <laughs> is not the typical <laughs> Japanese star right. that you have seen in the past. You know, um, he's actually get, be, get, been giving something more of a character that is his own and really using the charisma. I mean, the guy barely speaks English. You barely see him talk, but the little that he speaks, it's to the point and it gets his message across and it's all about him and his charisma in the ring rather than behind the scenes. Um, So I think bringing Prince Puma over in NXT to grow a new character would be something that the WWE could definitely flourish down the line into the main roster. Cool. Well said. All right. Thanks. Good luck, Prince Puma. Preach. As previously reported here on a shot of wrestling, my boy, John Cena will host the SB Awards on July 16th, 13th, whatever day it was. Uh, w confirmed it on Raw, so that's cool. Yeah. Making it official. The one thing they didn't mention was the station that they were going to be airing it on. It's on multiple stations. Okay. It's ESPN, ABC. I think that's it. <laughs> John, John Cena is uh, definitely becoming that more mainstream as, they, you know, now with the Today Show and him guest yeah. hosting that. And, you know, I think they're finally, I, I think, uh, I guess the mainstream media like ESPN or ABC and NBC, all these all these different uh, networks are finally starting to recognize the how far wrestling has come from the 1980s cartoony whatever to this giant and entertaining company that can, you know, cross promote in many, many ways. Do, do you think it is that or I don't want to make um, Michael J cry over here, but do you think maybe... John Cena is starting to transition himself out of the WWE just because he's getting so many more opportunities he's growing a career outside of the ring I'll answer that I I feel like John Cena is starting to transition out I I feel that because he's got movies yeah he's got um, television uh, um, shows that he's doing like he did that American Grit Mm -hmm. he's got uh what else does he he had uh, the Today Show, like you mentioned? Right. Uh, those He's going to be on uh, Total Bellas, also the yeah. new reality show. Um, no, I, I John Cena outside of the ring definitely has a lot of charisma. Uh, as an actor, I feel like he's very natural, mm-hmm. and you know, I actually today and, and also as a person, you know, with with the fans and all that stuff, he's very genuine. So, like today, I saw uh, something that he was doing with Cricket Wireless. In okay. Which he, um, Crooked was uh, promoting uh, John Cena, and he had all these fans, you know, trying to announce John Cena. Uh huh. And as you all know, there's that John Cena meme, you know, his name is John Cena, uh-huh. whatever. So they use that, and uh-huh. whenever they introduced John Cena, you know, he would pop out of his uh-huh. own image and surprise his fans. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh-huh. very nice. Very, very genuine all across, and I think he is, it's just his level of talent. That is get it, giving him all these opportunities and what he does outside of the community of wrestling. He's got the it factor. Yeah. Just like I, The Rock did. 
I, I want the it factor. Where do I buy this it that you so You're born greatly with it. <laughs> speak of? How much is it? Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, you mentioned Total Bellas mm-hmm. and John Cena taking opportunities with that. Total Bellas debuts on Wednesday, October 5th at 8 p.m. On? On the E Network. Very good. Okay. Not to be confused with what you call the WWE. The E. Not to be confused with the E or the actual network when we're speaking of the network. But this is the E Network. Uh, Yeah. Is that the same day Total Divas debuts? Do you have breaking news for me? No, I was asking you. No, I'm not not too aware. I I would think that they... No, I would think they'd be opposite each other. So, like, one season of... You'll get one season of Total Bellas, then followed by a season of Total Divas. So you have a full year of, of programs. Awesome. Full year of divas. Yeah. Nothing to complain about. Nothing you have to, to keep, keep them relevant, too, now, considering that uh, Bree's retired and, uh, you know, Nikki's still rehabbing. So, Bree, I'm sure, will come back. Well, she has stated she will yeah. at some point in time. Well, she has I mean, da- yeah. Daniel Bryan has made his way back into the WWE yeah. with the Cruiserweight Classic and yeah. announcing that. He's doing a great job there. Uh, so we've talked about this and we brought this up a couple of times, the WWE Draft. So with three weeks away, I wanted us to give our predictions. Michael J. Putty mentioned a few weeks ago, very spontaneously, which is why you made me the GM of this. Raw. Very spontaneously. And you decided that you were going to be the GM of SmackDown. Yeah, I'll take it. And with our special guest here tonight, we're going to give him... The opportunity to give us his predictions on who will be his number one pick for an NXT callout. So, Michael J., we'll start off with you. Who do you think, who will be your number one pick in this fantasy booking of a shot of wrestling draft Um, for SmackDown? I don't think it's going to be a surprise. Franchise player, John Cena. To SmackDown. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I would say okay. the new era okay. will actually definitely be lived through on Monday Night Raw storylines. Uh, so the face of that new era. Dragging this out, huh? <laughs> will be. Up, Here we go, wrap it up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, none other uh-huh. than uh-huh. Roman Reigns. Yeah. yeah, that's the face of the new era too. Yeah, well, that's the the face that they're going to paint for us in the new era as that top tier challenge. And no surprise, this was the top picks in the uh, fake draft that we reported about weeks ago, yeah. and it don't make sense. So, Jeff, my name is Jeff. What um, is your NXT number one call up? Do you watch NXT? I follow it here and there. I mostly okay. watch the takeovers, not so much the. Yeah, uh, me too. The uh, regular Show shows, up. and considering that they're, you know, recorded weeks in advance, I really don't watch it. I just read the spoilers. But my first pick definitely Dude, would be cheats. Finn Balor. Okay, to so what show? I, Ooh, I would question. say, good follow up. I would say SmackDown would be most good choice. Right? Good choice. Of course. I mean, again, my, it's my Michael J's show, it, and it's all because of the uh, my main concern with the draft being that SmackDown right now is a number two show. And you need to make it as strong as possible in order to be at the same level as Raw. Um, so you need that star power. You need that, you know, you need something shocking 
for you to tune in on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I feel Finn, Finn Balor has a good following. Uh, his matches are a plus. So he needs you need to put him in a show that can you need to put him somewhere that can help elevate a show. Okay. So, good point. So, my only problem. I mean, I'm glad that we're talking about people coming up. I don't think that the WWE should focus their call-ups as part of the draft. Because I think that takes away from what NXT is and them being an actual call-up. Because now, I mean, it's a good storyline because, like you said, I mean, Finn Balor is now a bigger commodity because he was actually plucked out from NXT and brought into the roster like strategically it wasn't just like you you know we're taking the top talent so now you're geared as the top talent of NXT and if you're not picked you're now saying that all right whoever is left that we didn't pick for the draft we don't really want as call-ups down the line because we got who we wanted as part of the draft so I think it kind of puts down the NXT talent who didn't get called up well, you also also have to understand NXT is a replenishable development territory. So anyone who didn't get called up can easily, you know, work their craft with new guys mm-hmm. and, you know, develop their, their skills, develop their, their in-ring personas, in-ring psychology, all that stuff. I mean, I don't think it's a hindrance to any of the people who are left out. Um, I just feel that it gives them, you know, a little bit more time to develop who they are. And you also got to trust the WWE's judgment in that. I mean, sometimes, you know, as a fan, you may think that they're wrong in how they use a character and whatever. But if you take a look at, like, um, you know, the Ascension, who came, who were in NXT, they were big time and they had a good fan following and only to come up to the main roster and, you know, burn out yeah. very quickly. You know, um, get suspended or get suspended. <laughs> Or you know, another another one, Adam Rose, who had a big following too, and he burns out. And I think you got to be very, very careful also in how fast or how you judge these these superstars and how you can easily monetize them and how you can get the public to resonate with them. Yeah. So, what we cool is um, maybe next we talked about this. I think off air every year the draft was something different. Right. They did it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the general managers pick their pick. Right. A couple years later, it was random. Mm-hmm. A couple years, I think a couple years later, it was just drawn out week by week for a month. So you have a you have a pool of talent that you need to split up. Draft your guys and what show you want. Maybe next year I'll get to see them turn this into an actual draft. NFL picks player, players from the college ranks. Right. So maybe next year just an NXT draft. Oh, oh yeah. Pick pick Very the nice. the new guys, the young guys, and call them up to the main roster. That's a great, great. Very cool to you. Yeah. How you oh, doing? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Very great, great point. And right. actual and draft. Instead of saying calling a draft, let's say for the other, uh, you know, for Raw and SmackDown, just call it a trade or something. Trade. They yeah. already Perfect. made it. You know well, I mean? well, now that you, your guys are speaking of different terms, now there's trades and there's drafts. There has to be, as part of this storyline that they're building, there has to be rules that they have to enforce. Because I think one of the things that didn't work for the draft and the reason that it got very watered down was that there was there's no, there was no rhyme or reason for it. It was just, you know, one person will get drafted to one show and then two months later, if, if it didn't work out for them, they would just go back to the other show. 
you know there was there's no like real legitimate rules of saying um you know maybe some people are not un- are undraftable you right. know uh i like that when they had the rule that the champion would have to be competing if you are champion you would have to compete in both in all shows because you are the champion so you have to be defended oh, like in the shows. beginning yeah and yeah. that was a concrete rule you know it was a, the world champion at the time and the women's champion right. i think they were both so shows. why draft a champion right because there's no point in drafting a champion you're able to compete on both shows regardless so would you want one champion or would you want two titles I I mean I, I you could definitely see a storyline that's going to build to two titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it when it's cleaner. I like it when it's when it's one champion. Uh, I, I, I think Michael J. You like it two belts, right? Because I like the two belts. Yeah. I mean, you have a great reason for it because you think that it pushes up the the body. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler would never be champion. Yeah. Uh, Jack Swagger means anything would never be champion. It just gives another guy an opportunity to be Something champion and carry more. a show he, on his back. Here's yeah. the thing, though, and in the old draft system. You always had, you know, the announcers say, well, the WWE title is the most sought after title in, in the history of, you know, sports entertainment. Yeah. You can't, if you're going to have two titles, you need to treat them equal. Yeah. You know, these are two. Who's the better, who's who, got the better title, right? Right. Which doesn't make any sense to me because one title, the one they loved, is the WWE champion. Right. Yeah. The other belt, you're the world champion. Right. Yeah. I'll be champion of the world than the WWE. <laughs> right. But they always sold one over the other. Yeah. Told, whoever shows the universe yeah. title. The universe champion. You know, I, that's, I think, that's probably what they would call it because it's not the world anymore. It's the universe. Oh, maybe, yeah. The universe champion. So, yeah, that's all I got. The champion of the Milky Way. Will they, <laughs> <laughs> will they bring back the same title? Like you said, with the splash of blue, maybe the line in the bottom is blue? I hope not. Or they bring back these, the WCW belt. From the rumor mill I heard, it's hear? not going to be the big gold belt, but a totally redesigned belt. Oh, I think that's what um, you would have to do. The rumor yeah. mill states that it's the, the the title designs weren't working for the higher ups in WWE. But one thing's for sure that the big gold belt is not going to come. Ah, that's back. a shame. I classic. I'm, I'm a holder of the replica. I love that belt. Hell yeah! You're making so much money out, off these title belts. So many people are buying them. You know how many people went out and are continuing to go out to buy this new WWE title? Um, why are you going to give them now a title that they already have at home? It's a it's a big money game. You know, give them a new title that they're going to get really passionate about and go out and buy. You know, it almost comes to show you that, like, it's been five years since, you know, the, the this whole Super Show thing started when they, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you know they had redesigned the belt then and then they waited a couple of years and redesigned the belt again when Brock Lesnar won the World Heavyweight Championship. And now you have to redesign it again. Again. So it, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to sit back and wait till all the designs of the belt have officially been out for at least five years before I buy another title. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, now, oh, um, take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. I stare into 
tonight, yeah. I'm gonna get some girls I like. I'm gonna wear pants real tight. All the girls are gonna treat me just right. They don't think I see them stare at me, no. I stare into the mirror. I like the things I see. It's all to come back to. How appropriate. Yeah. I love you, Paige. I do one question. <laughs> one question Wednesday. Yeah. Mm. With, with, I don't know what happened 
after this interview, but like my imagination's running wild. So in my imagination, I think he's totally scored with Paige. Okay. Okay. So was this song part of like your sexy time like playlist, you know? Did it like repeat over and over? Did you put it like in the shuffle in the mix? I can either confirm or deny that. When you scored, We're supposed to did be you boys. say this is my house? <laughs> <laughs> she said, that. I, can't, I, can't I can't confirm that. Did you say you still, woo, woo, woo? Did you do the scream in the beginning or was it her? No, I made a scream. Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even confirm or deny this. Uh, it's time for a raw cheers and heels. I actually don't have that many this week. I think Abel has a lot, right? You know, as I was watching it, I realized that I don't have that many cheers and heels either. Uh, my name but is Jeff. You have a lot? However. I have a few. I have yeah. a lot of comments. Like, just general comments. That's, upon, the, that's what the show is. It's cheers it's and heels. heels. But, but it's I, not commentating. <laughs> it's all comments. Raw comments. Jeff, start us off. Let me top you guys off. And this is going to reverberate all over the wrestling universe. But I'm going to cheer and... Uh, Abel, give me a drum roll if you go. I'm going to cheer. Sound effects, you got that? John Cena. Okay. He's growing on me. And, and, wow. And, and, oh, no. Cheers. Listen. What shirt? No, no. <laughs> what about my shirt? I'm not buying his shirt just yet. But he's growing on me. Okay. And I feel like ever, ever since uh, his WrestleMania comeback, if you will, mm-hmm. um, he's... He's gotten a, a grasp of how the fans are starting to react to him finally. So, and he's embracing that hate as I, as I, you know, I eloquently put it every day of my life. He was doing that before, though. No, but I feel like now, though, he's following the the the, the crowd, the the chance of the crowd. He's he's now starting to resonate a little bit more, and I think with me is like as soon as he steps off in the ring and he starts opening his mouth, I'm like hooked on this guy. Damn yeah. right. He's good. So yes, and I and as for as much as you know, in 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 this program with AJ Styles, I feel that AJ Styles is coming off the weaker of the two. Damn right. And AJ Styles, I don't know if it's a Southern accent, I don't know if it's it, the kooky one-liners that he has, but mm-hmm. you Something. can tell that you can. But you can also tell that where one comes from and where where one person has been. And John Cena definitely has had that training mm-hmm. in which he knows how to. What to say in order to have the crowd resonate with his character? Styles had 15 years of think of stuff, and he's just repeating, <laughs> right, repeating the same stuff the Rock did. Yeah, and it's just so. Like at something. this point, I think the the Styles character needs to not say anything and just beat the crap out of you. He definitely needs a lot more action, right? Like he, you're right. Like AJ Styles is doing a lot of the talking, a lot of this talk, talk, talk. And none of the action. Like, he's not backing it. And then when he gets an opportunity to back it up, he comes out with his voice. Right. You know? So it's like, you know, if you're trying to put yourself over, you're making yourself look weak because you got you got goons. Right. You know? And it's okay if you're going to have goons, but then be the godfather of the goons, you know? Command your goons to do your dirty work because you're above that. You know? And he's not doing that either. Right. You know? So it's like he has to pick who is his character as a heel and, and commit to it. But yeah, I mean, John Cena has been playing up to the crowd for uh, years now. He used to he comes out every week when people were chanting Cena sucks, John Cena sucks, and he used to always go straight to camera, yeah. break the third wall, and be like, "Oh, fourth. we got the remix here." Fourth wall. You know, no, I almost, I almost fourth, fourth wall. Yes. Um, 
No, I, in my opinion, I always felt like I'm not a, as you guys know, I'm not a goody-goody kind of character. You know, I don't love those characters at all. He's getting grittier. He's getting grittier. He is. That's the like, difference. Yeah, and it, and, it, and if I feel like, oh, okay, I, I kind of see like he's not being the nice I'm John Cena. This guy yeah, and it's not like I hated the guy outside the ring. I just felt the character. It's I don't. Do you want the shirt? I can, I, 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 I can give it to you if you no, want. No. I'm not ready to wear his shirt just yet. Do it. It's do a it. great message. It's do it. Never yeah. give up. Do it. You know, and a great, great message. See, but I'm the hater. Body I'll tell you to give up. So no, I don't. I don't spread that message of positivity. But right, definitely gotta, him. You got a heel for us? Um, the Miz's program, and not because Next, of the Miz. Uh, no, no, uh, it's not. It's not because uh, of the Miz. Okay. It's not because of the Miz at all. Although, in part, I feel that the month off with the Miz. You know, he had something good going right yeah. up to the point where he started filming his movie, and I was more intrigued by it. But I felt like they interrupted that fully. And so are you healing at? Are I'm you- healing at how they're trying to make this character go back to that that pedestal that he had at one point. Mm. And I feel like there was some sort of interruption, and then you put him with Kane. <laughs> like I felt like you need if you want to legitimize this guy. As your intercontinental champion, uh-huh. and give that cha- that that title prestige. Don't put him with a guy that has a slow moveset, and just put him in a squat. That's the, who the Green Man would face. Someone who could has a slow moveset. Uh, I feel like the Miz has a lot of charisma, has a lot of talent. You need to put him in a ma- you need to put him in an eye popping match, and to put him with the Demon Kane. At this point, Demon Kane doesn't, in my opinion, does not fit the mold of what they're trying to do right now. Gotcha, Abel. Well. I'm a little, I'm a little confused about your comment about healing on the Miz because I personally he didn't heal on the Miz. He healed on how they're handling the Miz. How they're handling how they're the handling Miz. Correct, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh, stable. Because I'm a cheers. The backstage segment between Stephanie McMahon, Kane, and Mizaris. What? I, I'm a cheers that. Get the fuck out of here. Next. I thought that was, that was great. Oh, I think you're gonna heal, turn heel on. No, no, no I'm cheering. cheering. I'm, cheering. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm very mesmerized by Sable on the TV screen right now. Okay, I agree with you. All right. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I love, I like the character of the Miz as the movie star coming out. You know, demanding his red carpet. You know, it, it, it was very consistent to back when he didn't want blue M and M's or he only yeah. eats blue M and M's. Green M and M's. You know, it's just the, that demanding Devo actor. Um, as a wrestler, I think I think it was handled very well, um, and Stephanie McMahon had some good back talk to him. A, a little diminishing of WWE films in a way, though, because he ca- she kind of told him she wasn't just an uh, Oscar award winning actor. It was like you were just oh you're just one of those actors who does straight to DVD movies. As all like the real would say, but you already know that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like. It's WWE films that you're putting down. It's like your own stuff. So, mm-hmm. but you know that they're they're those are the movies that you go to a Walmart and buy for five dollars on Black yeah. Friday. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, it's not we'll false. Yeah. yeah, it's really not false. But what it, on the healing part, I'll agree. The match, I, I really didn't like the Miz and the Kane match, uh, like you mentioned. But uh, Kane did return. Uh, as the previous GM looking to throw his name back into the hat and run Raw or SmackDown. So who's left? They started. Re- they already recycled the character because we were really hoping to see. We wanted to see. Uh, we saw Johnny Mr. Personality. Oh, J- come Johnny back. Ace. Johnny Ace. So Teddy Long. So Kane. Kane. 
There's so many left. You have Vicky Guerrero. She might come back, yeah. Eric Bischoff. Mr. McMahon. Uh, he might come back, yeah. Mike Adamley. Like he's not oh, boo. Brad Maddox. Yeah, hell no. He's not coming back. AJ Lee. I mean, there's, there's still back. like a good roster of all previous GMs oh, who come back. Just How about remember, the anonymous general oh, manager. Well, no. oh, that's Hornswoggle. Just, just bring gone. the machine. <laughs> That those are all flash in the pans. They didn't make an impact. Like Remember, Kane. Mr. McMahon was at one point the part owner of the WWE when he controlled SmackDown in the first draft. Mm. So, yeah, history lesson. Well, what is Section G one five five four six? By the way, that was that. I kind of marked. <laughs> I kind of marked out on that. That was because cool. What that is that? Something you always heard. That, something we I always heard about as a kid, especially uh-huh. from Jack Tunney uh-huh. back in the day. How the champion has to defend his title within thirty days. And when Miz took that month off, I was wondering, yeah, well, it's gotta be, it's gotta be thirty days. How's, how's they gonna do that? And it's funny how I thought about that, and they brought it up. I'm glad that they, you know, we all know that a title needs to be defended in thirty days, just cause. And I'm glad that Oops. they, the to the band that has short short attention span or whatever, that they reminded you of like there has to be a fighting champion. I definitely think in these in this past year, or definitely right after WrestleMania, the writing team has been doing a great job at paying attention to the details. Yep. Um, something like this, which could have been easily overlooked, it could have just been squashed down the pan, and no one would have even noticed. No one would even care. But the fact that actually they put the attention to detail to really mention it, it really builds the story, and and I thought it was great. So. Michael J. Staying on topic, I am going to cheers the return of the Miz. You know, Miz Great to see him back on my television. Great to see his beautiful wife back on my television. I love him. I love his character. Everything about it was great. Loved it. Awesome. Great suit, by the way. He looks sharp. I think I don't think I could rock that too. I'd like to give it a shot. Nice hey, suit. Speaking of uh, Miz do Mary Kill, Sable, Maurice, or Stephanie McMahon? Mm, tough one. Now? Yes. Now, I don't know what Sable looks like now, so I'll kill her. <laughs> I will... I, I can't stop looking at her, by the way. Mm. <laughs> I probably, I probably, I probably, Sable's hot, man. I think she was hotter at this her. point than in the past. Oh, man, because... I don't know. You have to marry Stephanie, right? Her father's Vince. <laughs> <laughs> go to the company, go to the Christmas party. Go up in the hierarchy. <laughs> go to the Christmas party. Yes, I think that's it. And just do Maurice. All right. Heel. No, I only got one heel, I think, this week. Oh, so you really like the show. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I'm going to turn heel on the predictability of the outcome of the Cena and Styles matches. Like, Oh, yeah. You knew it was happening. Good, good you, point. You, you knew how it was going to end. When did you know it was happening? As soon as they announced it. Okay. It's like, all right, so John Cena versus... Was it Rollins? Uh, yes. You knew... Styles or the club was going to interfere. It did. You knew the club was going to come down and interfere. They did. John Cena said the day. Surprise, surprise. None of them won. Both of them are going to face one and one at Battleground. It was just a little predictable. But you know, that's what it is sometimes. Let me ask you a question, though. Do you think that the outcome of the Battleground pay per view match between the two is a li- also a little predictable? Uh, well, is it? No, Predict it. There's several. There's several options. But what are your predictions? Lock, lock your. If it's predictable, lock oh, your I, I feel that down. the WWE likes, a, you know, the whole best two out of three kind daughter? of thing. I forgot about this. And I feel like John Cena may win the next match. Oh, two out of three. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Match. And they had the rubber match at Smack uh, SummerSlam. 
and the okay. rubber match is similar. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. You think so? Is he going to win it clean? Yes, it has to. Okay, this one at Battleground, he's going to win clean. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, you got any cheers or heels? Well, while we're on topic of that, um, okay. just before we move on, um, Byron Saxon did a great job at mentioning the fact that um, when Rollins faced Cena, that you know the last time the two were in the ring was when Rollins broke Cena's nose. Right. Like oh, yeah. I thought that was going to be mentioned a lot earlier, and would definitely probably should have been used as a build to this match coming back. I'm sorry. Did he say that the last point that they were in the ring together was when he broke his nose? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Was there a no, time behind night after of, that? Night of Champions. When John Cena faced him for the U.S. title. September. Mm. Burn. Mm. Vacant one, Green Man zero. No, it's not it's even against Vacant. It's just against Byron. Byron Saxton. <laughs> Green Man. Uh, Green Man uh, good, good, Jeff. good, good mention. Um, I'm going to cheer... Uh, the program with the New Day in the beginning when they mocked the the Wyatt family's uh, entrance where they were like, oh, we're here. And they had the, the damn unicorn lights and <laughs> shit. I, cool. I thought that was hilarious as hell. Um, just when you think that, you know, oh, okay, these guys are running out of, you know, crap to do. They surprise you. And I want to see where this is going. Personally, I, I feel that the Wyatt family needs a win because... Oh, they're uh, making a return. You know, make a... Yeah. By the way, Bray Wyatt looks awesome right now. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah, it was good. You know, he's looking he's looking very good. Um, But I feel like the, these guys need, you know, to put some wins in their, you know, in their in their column and hopefully have either a, a tag team title run or a singles title run for any of the guys involved. Um, But I want to see what this... I, I feel very intrigued by where this program is going. Yeah. Um, I think they're both the groups are opposite sides of, of the right. spectrum, so the what they could create should be really good, but it also could be possibly not that great because they are so different. They right. are so apart. Uh, I did like the which I did notice, and it's it's weird because the camera never really focused, and there was not too much mention or talk about the trans that um, X Woods was in. Mm-hmm. But you definitely noticed it. So for someone who is watching the show and paying attention to the details, like you had to pick it out, right? You know, and it started last week where he was the quieter one in the bunch, and you know, not not much was mentioned. And this week it was a little bit more focus on it. So now it feels like that's really what they're building that storyline into. Like something's going on with Xavier Woods where he's either intimidated so far about the the Wyatt family. Who knows? It could be the end of the New Day and, you know, they bring in X-Woods into the fold and the rest of the New Day gets drafted. Who knows? Or, yeah, saying. it could be like they're planning to see for the implosion, I guess, or the end of the title run. Or or will it spread? Will, will you know, oh, yeah. Kofi have like a... A fear or something, or will it be, will it be Biggie, or are they gonna? Is everybody gonna get psyched out by the Wyatt family? Who knows? So I'm just very intrigued and yeah. you know very anxious to see what else is gonna happen because it's you know, different. Going it's new. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers to the highlight reel. Probably the highlight of Monday Night Raw, in my opinion. It was well done. I like. Uh, I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. I mean, Jericho made it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just them two in the ring have been lame yeah Sammy lame but I liked it it was cool well done yeah I, I think uh, yeah they were real. they did really well together it's it's hard for me to really 
by continuing to buy in on this feud with Kevin Owens and Sammy Lane because if you've been following their career, you've seen parts of this in the indies. You've seen parts of this then on NXT. And then it's like this rivalry, which... Did you ever see it at, at no At no fault. They just had that one match, right? No, they had a little bit more. They, they really built the story that they had beforehand into okay. the story. So it really felt, even though it was short-lived for the... I think it was about a year, year and a half that they were together building that. Um, there was more history that was brought into it to really legitimize that feud um and they're bringing it back to the main show i mean i'm not faulting them on on using it because it's a story that you know the mainstream fans need to know and they need to appreciate but for someone who's watched parts of it already i'm just like all right again but this one really drew me in i thought they sammy lame finally (laughs) was good on the mic Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i i I may have personal gripes about him, but for uh, I'll cheer him on this. This was probably the best performance he had on the mic since he debuted in the main roster. Yeah. He was choking on commentating, especially when you're putting him up against Kevin Owens. Um, so in the word of jobbing, and j- I think Kevin Owens definitely jobbed out on the commentating and the speaking role this, during this highlight reel to allow uh, Sammy Lane the opportunity to actually get his, his punchlines in. Okay, next. You gotta, you gotta, I'm sorry, yeah. just to add to that, I feel okay. that this program right now doesn't seem like it was just thrown into the salable and be like, okay, here's a Sami Zayn versus a, you know, Kevin Owens match. You know, they fa- they have failed to really um, capitalize on the big history that these two superstars have had. And when Sami Zayn, or whatever you want to call him, I know you hate him, um... <laughs> Sammy Lane. When he returned, they really failed to, you know, get into the personal aspects of this rivalry. Why they hate each other. Why they feel that. Why why Kevin Owens feels like he needs to be in the spotlight all the time. I feel like now, finally, you're getting that. And yeah. you're right. Uh, when you have a goody-goody, again, I'm not too much on goody-goodies. When you have a goody-goody like Sami Zayn going up with, with a guy who has like, he's like the merch with the mouth, kind of, like Deadpool or something. Like <laughs> Kevin Owens. You know, it's a no-brainer. You know, you, you can't, uh, you can't really compare the two. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I'm getting a little distracted <laughs> here, but uh, but yeah, I feel like Kevin Owens out of the two, you know, in commentary was the best. The and best he's been so far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally agree. Um, while we're listening to this song, um, hashtag social outcasts were hard last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I that thought was, that was that was fun. Very yeah. very fun and edgy. Where we're listening to the Enzo and uh, the cast theme music. Oh yeah, Sable, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback on what you said. Uh, I'm going to cheers the interaction between the Wyatt family and the New Day. Mm-hmm. It was something that we haven't seen. The New Day face. Mm-hmm. Someone attacking their positive mentality. Right. Just White family is dark and realistic. Is see that dynamic between good and evil, light and dark, and the po- the power of positivity storyline kind of went away for a little yeah. while, right? So it's nice to see it. Back. Like I said about Xavier Woods, it's that's not predictable. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen with that. They can go so many ways, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. Uh, I'm going to cheers Natalia saying enough, enough. It's time for a change. <laughs> I noticed it that too. Yeah, nice, for a change. Nice little shout out to uh, late great Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Yeah. And I'm just going to end things here. I only have one thing left. I think 
both of you do want to talk about it, so I'm let you guys run it. The uh, WWE addressing the suspension of Roman Reigns. Ooh. Uh, I think this is the first time they've done that. But then I was thinking, there's no other way to explain how Roman Reigns is not on TV. They had to address it, and they did. It was cool. I liked the way they did it. Well, we talked about it last week. We, we said that... I think you were the one who, who said they don't need to. I mean, it's 30 days. Other things could to. happen. He then could I, just come back. Then when they did address it, I'm like, yeah, they kind of had to. Yeah. They had yeah. to address it. I mean, when you're, when you're former champion who hasn't had the title for about a week, is no longer on TV for a total of 30 days, and you're just going to be like, oh, he just disappeared for a while. Uh, it's not like when he had his uh, nose surgery... You know, before WrestleMania, and he wasn't around for like a couple of weeks. I mean, you have the WWE can insult our intelligence and not realize that we do read your news. I mean, we do, we do go on your website, we do go on dirt sheets, and and go on Facebook on your page and and read that Roman Reigns was suspended. I mean, you have to. I mean, we get it. Shit happens. So, in order for them, I I think that the best storylines come out when you take what's real and put it into a storyline. I agree with that, yeah. And Seth Rollins hit right out of the ballpark. Yeah. You know, dissecting his tweet yeah. with every word possible. <laughs> and I gotta say, like, Seth Rollins, right. And the other thing, too, with Seth Rollins is if I had to cheer something, it'd be that that him in general. He reminds me of how Stone Cold was when he was, they were pushing him to be a heel, but the crowd was just going a different way. Yeah. You know, and he's this era. I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to compare that he's exactly Stone Cold, but he is the definition of, you know, what the WWE might be getting wrong at this current point in time. Mm -hmm. But keep him as such because it it works for him to be here right now because I can feel like it comes out naturally from him. Uh But the way he just dissected that and that... But to the credit of the writers, I mean, he's he's going out and he's been given not necessarily a script, but here's what you're going to be doing. Right. You know, like he's being able to ad lib and, you know, make it his own. Right. Which is great because, you know, Roman Reigns has been given scripts before and it seems very robotic and you don't believe it. Right. So right. It's all in the way you, you present it. Um, it's a different time now. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different time. And I think the WWE is definitely paying attention to the fact that the wrestling fan is not the same as it was. If they really want to buy into the wrestling fans that there are now, a lot of them are the smarts. A lot of them are reading the internet because the internet is so accessible. Because, you know, technology has put the internet on your on your phones. You're listening to podcasts. You're listening. You're reading uh, the dirt sheets on your way to work, from work, on the way to school, from school, whatever it is. So you are a little bit more knowledgeable. It'd be really stupid for them to think that we're not. And like you said, play play us for fools. Like you know, yeah. really be like, no, they they wouldn't know. But the easy storyline could have been if they did not want to present it. Could have been Roman Reigns lost his title. He has not been seen for a month. Where is Roman Reigns? And he makes his return on Battleground to interfere in the match between Ambrose. And Rollins. Well, that would have worked out if and they that would have been have, fine. That would have worked out if they wouldn't have put Roman Reigns on Raw. But when did he fail? When when was he suspended? Because it, it, it wouldn't have happened just right after Raw. Oh, by the way, the next morning he got suspended. You know, he dropped the title. I, I, I would say if they knew about it, all right, 
don't don't put him on Raw on TV, right? Yeah, go they, along. That's what I'm saying. They had know, a choice. An, yeah, announce announce the suspension right before Raw, and then make it seem like oh this guy went on the deep end or something. And this actually gives Roman Reigns that could have been cool too. Yeah, right. This actually gives of the writers a way to bring back Roman Reigns or have Roman Reigns think about how he can develop this character a little bit more to resonate with the fans, or if. The, you know the WWE can be like what do we do with this guy now you know now that he he's gonna come back 30 days refreshed you know other yeah, fans sometimes. gonna accept him back you know or if they if they know they're not gonna accept him back because the fans already booed him to death alright and now on top of the fact that you know he failed a test are they gonna accept him back not really it, this only gives them more those those haters more fuel yeah so what do you do with Roman Reigns going forward is the question. Well, we're going to see in 30 days. Well, less than 30 days now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Next. Um, Jeff? Um, other than... Um, I have two chairs left, by the way. I guess you have nothing. So what? I mean, I have no heels. I, I don't really no have heels. anything else. Yeah. Oh, so take it away. Ever, ever since the new era, I've been cheering the show a lot more than than healing on it. Um, cheers to uh, the aggressive attitude of Tynus O'Neil. I really like it. I've mentioned uh-huh. it last week before. Um, a little bit confused on the finish. And maybe you guys could help me understand it. But the finish between the Rusev and Tynus O'Neil match. When both competitors are getting counted out and one person rolls in, does the count stop, or no. do they break the count? They, no. break, they break the count and, and then back count out. again. Yeah, they break the count if it goes back out. If he's in, the count still goes on to the guy outside. If Tyler O'Neill came back out, that breaks the count. Okay, so someone rolling in and rolling out breaks the count, and they start counting. Rolling again. in, you you make the count. You make yeah, the yeah, count. yeah. You roll in. If he were to come back out and start beating his ass, and the count starts all over again. Okay, this guy. You know, I'm a newbie. Vacant one. <laughs> Does that count? I'm a newbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a little confused. No, I think that that gave a you know okay Titus wins great. It wasn't like a clean win, whatever. But it also doesn't hurt Rusev's credibility as the as the big monster with the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 he he doesn't look defeated. He won because of bad circumstances. Yeah. You know, he just didn't make the count. So it doesn't hurt the characters either way. I'm I'm thinking like Jim Ross here, for some reason. Yeah. But it like you're a good smart. Um, good job. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> God, Bah God. I'm thinking like him. I wish I had my black hat. But anyway, I w- it the, the thing is it doesn't hurt him, in the sense that Rusev was not badly beaten. Um, but I do hope that going forward, that they save that if there is another match, which it looks I'm like I'm sure will they be, will. They're gonna. Um, the program's gonna wrong long on this one. Right. That they save opinion. it for the next pay per view. Yeah. And at least give them like enhancement matches to see who has momentum. You know, once this feud is over, Kurt Angle will be a great person for Rusev to feud with. I wish, right? The American hero, the, Olymp- the Olympic hero, coming back for the United States title—that would be cool. That'd be cool. Um, Stephanie is actually a heel. It's pretty clear this past week that uh, it wasn't she- before. Well, before she was playing the fence, you know, she, you didn't know if she was going to be good guy, bad girl, good girl. But this, this, the fact that she mentioned that Dean Ambrose was a disappointment as a that WWE champion, 
I think uh, it's it is official. Uh, Stephanie is now a heel. Um, Darren Young listens to our show. He had to point something out to Michael J this past week. Okay, which is what? I don't know if you missed it because he was talking directly at you, my friend. Darren Young had oh, to mention it. during his promo that he was tag team champion. Oh yeah. And he wants to win his first single title. He went on to mention this because oh. Michael J could not remember if the primetime players were tag team champions in the past. I'm sorry. Can I heal that? <laughs> I am totally healing on that whole Darren Young crap. Because can we get to the point? <laughs> I think that I think that's the point. Can we? I know he we, debuted. They want you to want to them to get to the point. Like, I know want de- that. I know he debuted in a live event this weekend, like yeah. as the new Darren Young, whatever. But. Maybe they learn I mean, from the shining stars. Let's not rush him. I mean, if he's doing great on the promos, the let's keep doing the promos. The shining, oh, fuck the shining. Stars. They need to be, <laughs> fuck them, man. Like, Where they it, go, right? Yeah, they're waiting for Carlito to come. That back. was another thing. <laughs> they just totally disappeared. But like this dude, like at first it was like, okay, this may look interesting. I actually do like Darren Young, but then I'm like, okay, this is just not. You know how you make Darren Young great again? Stop doing this shit. <laughs> like just stop. We'll see what happens after yeah. he stops doing these little vignettes, so promos. Yeah, cool. Uh, Monday's WWE Raw scored a 2.21 rating, which was down, gentlemen, from a 2.44 the previous week. Raw averaged 3.93 million viewers, which was down from 3.467 million from the previous week. So we may have liked the show, but not that many people tuned in. Yeah, I think they just got off the high from Dean Ambrose. Yeah, you know, had, had anytime you, you have a title champion. change, people want to tune in and see what what is up. So that brings us to the end of the show, huh? Uh, it was so. a good one. Enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having me. Look forward to coming back next week. Is, that's that's not that's not it though. What are you, what are you talking about? You know, I you know, did I, come here not only because you know I had a you know you invited me back and I said yeah sure. I was called out last week by this son of a bitch here. <laughs> not, 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 me. not me. No, no, not you. I'm pointing at Green Man. They can't, they can't he, and, and I quote, "Bring it vacant." You know, backstory. Those. Um, I don't know. You had few, a few weeks to prepare. You know, I, I've been here every week. I've, I've exhausted myself. I've had. Uh, I've had a tough Listen, day. I, I, and, and, I and you know what? Just to just to prove that I was playing along. You know, I won a few. I tied one, and then last week, you know, this past episode, you had I didn't play, but even. Even with me not playing, you lost. I lost. That's impossible. But okay, I lost on purpose. No, bullshit. I, lo- I, lo- I lost. Like, to get I, you I, out I of believe, here. I believe Michael Michael J. Putty makes these games so he he tries to stump you, and then he succeeds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think I don't think Michael J. is stupid. No, he he doesn't <laughs> make it easy for me. And, and he fools me by starting the show by saying, "I have an easy game for you this week." I think <laughs> <laughs> I you up to me, man. Like, hey, butter you up, toast, toast. I have the answers, but they're pretty easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Anyway, let's skip into this thing. Um, Games with Michael Hates. Jeffrey always comments on our post saying how he beats Green Man. Let's see if he could do it this time. I'm no. going to be humble here and say that if I lose today, if I lose today, I would take this defeat. When? You shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, like... And, but I will demand a rubber match before That's SummerSlam. Fair. That's fair enough. Rubber match. Yeah, so there's only really one way to 
to settle this. It's a battle of wits. Bring back Celebrity Jeopardy. All right. Let's get it going. Jeff's not a celebrity, so let's make it regular Jeopardy. The categories are, you think you know me. Okay. Tag teams and factions. Nice. <laughs> Retired titles. Monday Night Raw. And of course, Potpourri. So there's your titles. It, there's your categories. Okay. Potpourri. Give me some time. I got it. Got oh, it. no potent potables? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the rubber match if you lose. All right. Got to try to situate here. Um, Jeff, you are our guest. You go first. I'll take uh, retired titles for 100. This is the this is the title. This is the category I kind of aim towards you. Okay. Oh. Of course. It was retired on April 3rd, 20. Oh, hold, by the way, you say ding. You say dong. Okay. Right. It was can ret- I just do this? And can I do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> right. So you're what? And you're? All right. I'm going to look at you. Great. It was retired on April 3rd, 2016. I got to finish the question. Ooh. And was last held by Charlotte. That was, what was you? That was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was yeah. okay. The WWE Divas. What'd you say? Divas? No, what, what'd you say? WWE Divas title. I'll give you one. It is what is the Divas Championship? Oh, Have to be in form of a question. It, that's right, it's Shepherdy. What is the di- <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one. You're in control. Okay. I will go. Make it, make it quick. All right, tag team, fact, tag teams, and factions for five hundred. Oh, five hundred. Let's go big. I give you the the members. You give me the name of the team or faction. Okay. Mosh and Thrasher. Oh, Jeff, the Headbangers. Who are the Headbangers? That's it. That's your one. That's your one. <laughs> no, we're Mr. Nice Guy from now on. <laughs> Jeff, you're in control. Damn, five hundred. I'll take you. Think you know me for one hundred. These are questions about me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be about Edge. This is questions. This is a category game. Are you green, man? All right, this sucks. Okay. What, what, what category? <laughs> what, what number? What number? You think you know me for 100? Of the WrestleManias I have been to, this is my favorite WrestleMania moment. Jeff. No, that wasn't me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, green man says, um, Zach, who, wait, what is Zach Ryder? Winning the IC championship. Correct. You're in control. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Let me do the harder ones. Let me do uh, Potpourri for 100. This arena has hosted the most WrestleManias. Yep. Uh, yeah. What is Madison Square Garden? Correct. Yes. I'm going to go for Potpourri for 200. He was the first inductee into the TNA Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't get the move. <laughs> Who is Three. the man they call Sting? Correct. Still control. Um, retired titles for two hundred. It was retired on December 9th, two thousand one, and was last held by Chris Jericho. Jeff, uh, what is the Intercontinental title? Ooh, incorrect. <laughs> I was going for a different title, actually. Uh, You want to ring in? (laughs) No. What is the WCW championship? Oh. That's when he unified them? Yeah. Oh, you're still in control. I'm confused. Is 500 or 300? For retired titles? 
No, that's a score. You have 500, yes, oh. 300. Uh, retired titles for 300 is still open? Yeah. It was retired on February 16th, 2010. The WWE, uh, the WWE World Tag Team Titles. Mm. I, incorrect. You're at zero. I said, let me finish the question. <laughs> yeah. He's getting too excited. Green Man, it's for you. It was retired on February 16th, 2010. It was last held by Ezekiel Jackson. Ezekiel. Oh. Three. Green Man. What is the European title? Nope. Ooh, incorrect. What is the du- ECW e- championship? Ezekiel Jackson. Green yeah, Man, you're he was like, answered that. Green Man, you're in control. 200 to zero. Um, uh, tag team factions for 200. Kenny, Johnny, Mitch, Nikki, and Mickey. That was me. Who are? Oh, that was it you? Yeah, that oh, was me. I can't get, I get the number. Oh, that sounds right. Jeff? The hell, seriously? What is the Spirit Squad? Correct. Let me change mine. Let me finish the question. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you're in control. I'm going to change is mine. Is uh, Monday Night Raw for 200 available? Yeah, all Monday Night Raw is available. Okay. 200. After the June 7th, 2010 episode, Daniel Bryan was fired after he choked this ring announcer. I just changed my end. My okay, thanks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Who is Michael Cole? That's incorrect. You're Damn at zero. It. Jeff? Who is Justin Roberts? That is correct. Damn it. Jeff, you're in control. I'll take Monday Night Raw for 100. This was the year Monday Night Raw debuted. Jeff? 19. Well, what is 1993? Correct. Jeff, you're in control. I'll take Monday Night Raw for 300. This is the highest rated segment in Raw history. Green Man. What is Rock? This is your life. Correct. Good one. Good one. You're in control. Um, you think you know me for 200. I marked out the hardest when he cashed in his money in the bank contract. Jeff. Uh, who is Dolph Ziggler? Incorrect. Money in the bank contract. Marking out. Three. Oh. Two. One. Who is it? This gave me the rights to Green Man. Who is the Miz? Oh, touche. Ladies and gentlemen. I can't remember. Todd Game, 300-300. Your control. Uh, you think you know me. 300. Of the total number of belts I own, replica and mini, <laughs> I have this many autographed. Green Man. Uh, what is one? Uh, incorrect. Ooh. Jeff. Oh, damn it. What is two? Correct. Damn it. The I million dollar belt. Thanks, Green yes. Man. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about your million dollar belt. Zero to six hundred. Jeff, you're in control. Uh, tag teams and fashions, uh, factions for a three hundred or four hundred room. One, three, or four. Uh, one. The Big Show and The Miz. Green Man. Uh, Jeff. What is Show Miz? That's correct. Tag teams and factions for three hundred. Test and Albert. Jeff. What is TNA? Uh, it's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you're in control. That's correct. Jeff, you have a thousand. Green Man, zero. Wow. <laughs> Tag teams and factions for 400. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, and Dean Mo- Jeff. Uh, who are the Radicals? That's correct. Damn it. Tag teams and factions for 500. You did that one. That category is done. Oh, okay. Uh, you think you know me for 500? Four, four or five. 500. I never missed an episode of Zack Ryder's web series titled this Green Man 
E, um, Z, True Holly, uh, Long Island Stories. Correct. Yes. Um, 500 to 1400. You think you know me for 400. 400. I have attended 11 WrestleManias, two Royal Rumbles, one Survivor Series, and this many SummerSlams. Green Men. What is two? Correct. Whew. 900 right. to 1400. That category is done. What do we got left? I think Monday Night Raw, Potpourri, and Retired Titles. Retired Titles, four or five. Monday Night Raw, four or five. Potpourri, three, four or five. I'll give you the categories. You can cross it all. <laughs> retired <laughs> retired Titles for 500. Ooh, 500. Although never officially sanctioned, it was retired on November 15th, 2010, without a formal announcement. Jeff, what is the Cruiserweight title? Ooh, incorrect. 900-900. Green Man, mm. one chime in. Three, two, one. Okay. Oh, just made it. What is the hardcore title? Oh, incorrect. What is the million dollar chance? Damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <That's> <sighs> what the fuck? Both, both your titles were sanctioned by the WWE. Uh, Seriously? God. 400-900. Jeff, you're in control. Uh, I believe retired titles for 400 is available. It was retired on July 22nd, 2002, as it was unified with the Intercontinental... T- Jeff. What is the European title? Correct. Mm. Uh, Monday Night Raw for 400. He was the very first draft picked of Raw on the very first draft in 2002. Green Man. Come on. Who is John Cena? Yeah, incorrect. Damn it. Jeff. Three. Oh, shit. Not Who is the Undertaker? Ooh. I don't know. Another Both. franchise player. Still in control. Monday Night Raw for 500. Two matches, two matches featured on Raw were awarded Pro Wrestling Illustrated Match of the Year. Ooh. Both involved this superstar. Green Man, come on. This superstar. Who is... Shawn Michaels? Holy shit, correct. I'll give you... No, I won't give you extra points. Um, you're in control. Who, 500 to 1,300. Who is... What's up? Potpourri, 3, 4, 5. All right. Potpourri for uh, 300. He was the winner of the first season of NXT. Jeff. Who is Maven? Oh, incorrect. First season of Tough Enough? 500 to 1,000. Mm, don't know that one. NXT. I know, NXT. Oh, NXT. Tough sorry. enough. Who was Wade Barrett? Sorry. Oh, good for him. Uh, you're in control. Who? Uh, Popery for 400. She was the winner of the last Diva Search Contest. Shit. Four, three. Don't want to lose two, points. <laughs> Who was Eve Torres? Oh, oh what's wrong? I was thinking Chrissy Hemming. There was, I, was, I was thinking uh, the softcore porn, porn girl. I forget what her name is. All right, last one for 500. Whoop, 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 whoop. Ooh! The Daily Double. Oh, the last one, is, the last one we choose is the Daily Double. So, Jeff, you can't answer this question. Great man, you have 500. Jeff has 1,000. Oh, God. This... Great. Pre- Pre- don't put no pressure on me. This potpourri could be anything. How much do you want to wager? Um, if you well, have zero points, you can't answer the Final Jeopardy question. Oh, okay. Well, I guess 500 because... You, you can't answer the... If you lose this question, if the question's wrong, you can't answer the Final Jeopardy question. Don't, don't bet 500. 
It, oh, okay. Don't bet 500. So I, I have to. One or two. My bet on double Jeopardy, I have to bet? Yeah. Money? I want you to wager. Don't do 500. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> One? No, One. let's do um, Let's Mine. do 250. Can you make three? <laughs> three? Okay, three. Thanks. <laughs> For his play-by-play commentary, he is the only non-wrestler to be inducted into the WCW Hall of Fame. WCW Holy had a Hall of Fame? Yeah, it did. Oh, shit. That was your final Jeopardy question until I came with something better. Oh. Because, could you repeat the question? Because for of? His, for his play-by-play commentary, he was the only non-wrestler to be inducted into the WCW Hall of Fame. Who is Jim Ross? Oh, Gordon Sully. Yes. Damn it. Ugh. <clears throat> so you have it's 1,000 to 200 going okay. into final Jeopardy wow that sucks yeah final Jeopardy category is Brett the Hitman Heart okay so I need you to wager how much you want to bet Jeff uh, Abel Abel write down your wager here alright final write down how much you want to bet here one dollar. One dollar. Jeff, you have one thousand. Greenman, you have two hundred. I think I know who wins this game. If you, oh, you want to make it fun? Bet everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got you locked in. I'm locked in. Jeff, right the Hitman Heart I'm category. Here we go for the, the game. Could be possible. The day after the death of Owen Hart. Brett had to pull out of a match against Kevin Nash on this TV show. Locked in? Yes. Abel, what is your answer? Uh, thunder. Former question. Uh, what is thunder? Uh, incorrect. How much did you wager? Everything. Uh, you got zero. Okay. Jeff, how much? You, what's your answer? Mad TV for two hundred. Two hundred? Yeah. Uh, incorrect. We still won eight hundred. Congratulations. Was it nitro? What is? The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Oh. oh. I misunderstood that last question. again. Well, for the first time, actually, because... Congratulations. Uh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't give me that. I won the last, crap. last time you came no, no. on the show. Get, I won. You didn't, you didn't so listen. Time, he said he wasn't won. giving those points because who gives those points? So that's two. Green Man, zero. No, I think... I won the first one. And you one. know what? I'm being generous right now, son, one. because I so. could count the ones I <laughs> talk smack on Facebook. So I, be pro- be happy that it's just two. <laughs> wow. That was fun. Anyway. So uh, so much for that SummerSlam rubber match. I, Erwin, you want to come down? You want to face me, son? Apparently John you're the champ, Mohol, you know? Uh, how about Slick Dick? Oh, wait, he's banned. But, Ma- but yeah. <laughs> maybe anytime you want to defend your title. 
Or you want to face vacant? How do you not get the miss? <laughs> I won the Art the Green Man when he tapped that in. <laughs> First of all, I was stupid on that there's, too because so that many. was a trick. What that was great categories, yeah, by the way. Thank you. Great yeah, that show. Was great. That was it good. was a good. Sh- it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, all right. So and it was. Uh, yeah. Very good. <laughs> I'm without words. You I can't smell believe. what vacant's cooking. Well, all right. That's all I got. Um, Green Man, you want to? Pick the pieces off the floor and say something else. Um, you want to say how great I my am? My go home thoughts. Yeah. You mean? Want to say how great I am? Well, do do you want to say how more knowledgeable I am than you? No. What? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, my go home thoughts is now that we're approaching the draft and we're approaching battleground. After these two things come down in that one weekend. We are then, I guess, officially getting on the road to SummerSlam. Which I will be in. Exactly. So, you'll as be at. You're going to be at. Yeah. I'll be at NXT. NXT. I'll, I'll be at uh, SummerSlam and I'll be at uh, Raw after SummerSlam. And you're NXT too, yeah. right? That weekend. So, you're participating in a lot of that SummerSlam weekend. Yeah. What is your big fantasy matches for the biggest show of the summer? I would have to say, I mean, if he gets called up, it would have to be Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Yeah, fantasy match. Oh, you know, we'd like to see two former, well, one former Bullet Club member mm. face another. Okay. Yeah. Michael J. I don't have any fantasy matches left. Do you think the Undertaker's going to come back for SummerSlam? No. Didn't he fight last SummerSlam? Right. Yeah, I, think, I don't remember, but he, I don't think he's coming back. Brock Lesnar returning? If, if he, he gets if cleared. If he's cleared, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, uh, do you have an answer to your own question? Um, no, okay, I just want to hear what you guys have to say. Okay. That's my final thought. If you were playing along with this week's drinking game. Mm, me. <laughs> but I played and I beat him. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, said, we said job 13 times. And here's to another job at a shot of wrestling. Because well I might be fired. There might be an opening yeah, after this past week. I, mean, I have Green You man. don't have what it takes anymore. <laughs> so next week, Green you man. sit there and you thump your facts. <laughs> <laughs> Green Man will be here. We'll be able. I don't know. I don't know. Any final thoughts for you? No, I think I'm good. All right. I, I, I'm liking Battlegrounds as like a, a throwaway pay per view. I love the graphics of the flags. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something totally new. It. It's, it's playing with the Game of Thrones finale. It was, it was a nice little touch. Yeah. I, I do like it. That's all I got. How does the the new day doesn't have a flag yet? I don't know. They they totally they're they're like they're well, a they don't team have a ma- or the club. They don't have a match on they this. Need a party. faction. The factions. They've been a staple in the WWE for two years now. Yeah. So. You know, with all these teams forming and the brand splitting, I can't wait till like Survivor Series. And if they do like the traditional matches, this would be a good Survivor Series since they have so many teams and factions building. As long as they don't bring back bragging rights, which from what I saw in that pay-per-view schedule, they're not doing. Um, I hope that it stays true to what Survivor Series is all about. Why it's one of my favorite pay-per-views. Mm. You know, the, the, the elimination tag team. So Great. That's all I got. Let's wrap this up. All right. To be part of the conversation, follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and shot of wrestling. No, a on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans. And this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it. And who knows? Your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be a sponsor, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling dot com. 
And Vacan, where could we find you if people want to follow you on Instagram or social media? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, it'll be at WWEVacan316. And on Facebook, it'll be Facebook.com slash Vacan316. Great. Um, until next time, for Jeff Green Man, I'm Michael J. Putty. Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.